Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the show. My name is Charlton with Big C. This is Charlton and Big C Sports. Coming to you worldwide on the Big C Sports Network on the number one network in the United States of America. And Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to Big C and them good old boys down south. I want to say bienvenidos to all of our listeners in Latin America, also across the pond in London, England, as well as Paris, France. Of course, you good old boys in Canada. We love you in Africa, the Big C tribe. But there's no one we love more than the good old boys down south in the land of the free and the home of the brave on a beautiful December the 3rd, 2019. Grando Deportes, Big C. How's it going for you good old boys down south? Charlton is, is going wonderful. I, I was a gluttony today. You know, I, I went back and reminisced about some of the things my mother did with us when we were children. It's like once a month she would always have steak night where, where she would take the steaks and cook them and, you know, it'd be bony and ribeyes, and, and she would trim all the meat off the bones, Charlton, and give it to the kids. There were seven of us. And then she would sit back over in the corner and, and eat off the bones. And, and we thought that mom was suffering because, you know, she gave us the meat and, and just the trimmings off the bones she had and everything, not realizing that was the most succulent part of the meat. So I reminisced tonight a little bit off of what my mother used to do for us when we were children and, you know, took me back, made me smile all day. Well, that's always great. That's what great mothers do. Big C, you must be very blessed, obviously, to all the great moms out there. I'm sure you've done a lot for your kids, and Big C Sports will always acknowledge those parents. I want to say Big C Sports brought to you by your Northern California Cadillac dealers, home of the all-new Cadillac Escalade, the standard of the world. And when you go by and test drive yours, just tell them that Charlton and Big C sent you also. Big C Sports, powered by Google and Alexa. Just say Google or Alexa, play Big C Sports Podcast. You will hear from our national sponsors on podcast and TV shows. You'll hear Welcome to the Show. I will introduce Big C as the mystic and he'll do his thing and I really appreciate the way things are going with Big C Sports. Also, you can follow us on Xfinity, Comcast Television, launching on Roku TV, Fire TV, Apple TV, and a lot of smart TVs all over the universe. Also, just an acknowledgement, iHeartRadio today sent out notice that Big C Sports one of the top downloaded podcasts in the universe on their own platform, so really appreciate that. And Big C, as you said something about mothers, and we always acknowledge military. Well, every military veteran either has or at one time had a mother, and sometimes when you need help, you call out to mom, and you ask mama to pray for you or to help you. And some veterans don't have that luxury, but we do have a hotline that we want to give out to all of our military veterans and even civilians. It's 800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255. Or you can text 838-255. That is 838-255. Big C, why is it so important to you to always honor our veterans? Your thoughts? Charlton, it's a very important thing that I, I think about in life because I had certain family members that were in the armed services throughout time, Charlton, during their, their lifetime. And it's a great thing that we should think about our veterans every day in this country because, you know, we it, it goes without recognition or without thought, Charlton, what these veterans do for us, yeah. what the armed service members do for us every day in keeping our great nation safe. You know, they go out, and it's a thankless job, Charlton, because they sign up for it. No one has to recruit them. This is something they do with honor and dignity that they want to be a part of. Yeah. But when they come back to this country, Charlton, we have to think about them being a part of this great nation and do everything that we can to help these veterans out, Charlton. There's too many veterans that are homeless, and there are too many veterans that are committing suicide every day, veterans without jobs, because they work so hard to keep our country safe. But when we come back, our country doesn't work as hard for them. Yep. And we have to find a way to stem this epidemic, this disease called suicide, Charlton, some 20 veterans a day 
are committing suicide because they figure they have no end to their means, no way out, Charles. Yeah. And, and it's a very unfortunate situation. And so this 800, you know, number that we have, the suicide prevention hotline number is there, you know, for people to talk to these veterans, to give them a, 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 a shoulder to lean on, yeah. somebody to talk to that's not going to be judgmental. We see homeless people every day in America, and we think that these people want to be there, and they don't. You know, in the state that I live in, Charlton, you know, unfortunately, 23% of the school-aged children are homeless. And you think about that's horrific in America, that we think about 23% of our school-aged children are homeless. And you think that in a third-world country, not in America, the greatest economic environment in the world. And people don't even think about that or even give it a second thought. So think about those veterans who are out there, Charlton, that are homeless. No one to turn to, no one to talk to. The, the, the suicide prevention hotline number is there, not just for those veterans, but for everybody. We have to find a way to stem the suicide in this country. It's a horrific disease, just like cancer, just like, you know, drug addiction, Charlton. Yep. Suicide is right up there with those and it's something that's preventable. Well, we want to make sure we always pay our moss to that 800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255. Or you can text 838-255. That's 838-255. When we had the, the 9-11 happenings in New York City, a lot of people were just pulling together, making sure that they were their brother's keeper. And you did what you could to help people. We want to make sure we do it every time on the Big C Sports Show, not just reading your scores. So hopefully that number can help some people. Big C, I wanna I wanna get on a thought with with coaches, and I think we have one of the better coaches today fired. You know, Coach Ron Rivera was in was fired by the Carolina Panthers. We know a couple of moons ago they lost their other owner in Richardson for some things that were unbecoming of what an owner should be doing. So the, the league said you gotta go. And and Ron Rivera He's had success. He's a hundred. He actually he's won seventy six games, lost sixty three in tight one, has a Super Bowl fifty loss to the Denver Broncos, and he also coached the league MVP in Cam Newton. He coached nine seasons with the Carolina Panthers, but his playoff record was three wins and four losses. I've always questioned the timing of firing somebody with four games left. Some people say you want to get a head start. There's talk about Jerry Jones and. He came out and stood behind his coach, you know, the last couple of days. Just give me your feeling on, is this the right timing to let, so you, you let someone go now, but that's not always a good thing for the team, Big C, your thoughts. Well, when is the right time to fire, Coach Charlton? When, when you look at that, you have no hopes of being in the playoffs. The season is technically over. You're just playing out the string. You have to understand the Carolina Panthers have a new owner for the last two years. He has no ties to Ron Rivera. He has no ties to Cam Newton, he has no ties to the roster. When he came in and, and took over ownership of the Carolina Charlton, uh, uh, Panthers, Charlton, yeah. he made an investment in his future for winning. That, that's what he did. He, he had a year and a half to evaluate the process of what was going on with the organization. He saw that what was there was not working. Yeah. And he knows that he's going to have to make a change. In the NFL Changes are made every day. You see players signed. You see players released. Yep. You see players put on IR. Same thing occurs with coaches. Yeah. The, the NFL stands for not for long. So yeah. understand when you've had the tenure that Ron Rivera has had, yeah. he's had a very lengthy career. He's the longest tenured coach and winningest coach in Panther history. Yeah. So he's had a great run with this organization. But at some time, all NFL organizations have to take a turn. Yeah. Even the New England Patriots in a few years, Charlton, they're going to have to make a decision on what direction they're, they're going to have to go because Bill Belichick is not going to coach forever, even though he has six Super Bowl victories. Yeah. Yep. So the, the move with Rivera, it, it's about looking and evaluating what you have within the or In the organization. And let's apologize. We had a little bit of static with the phone line, Big C. We'll clear it up in just a moment. I know there's a lot of weather going on across the country, and so we got you back on, but I apologize if our lines go down again. Go right ahead, Big C, your thoughts. Well, they, they decided to move on from Rivera, Charlton, and this move, you know, if it's done now, if it's done at the end of the season, 
what's the difference? You, you, you make the move. The team, like I said, is in a dead situation as far as the playoff goes. You start to evaluate what you have, and maybe the rest of the players on the roster will evaluate themselves, what they want to do. Yeah. Are, are they going to be steadfast to be in Carolina, or are they looking to move on? You know, a, a lot of times this works as a motivational tool for the players that are left over. Yeah. Are they going to put out even harder than what they've done before, Charlton? Can they go out and be on a three- or four-game winning streak to close out the season, or are they just going to say status quo? Let me get your thoughts on, I mean, at one time, league MVP, Cam Newton, we know he's had a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. And isn't it a crazy world that a coach's record obviously is based on how your team performs. But the way your team performs oftentimes is based on how healthy your players are, especially your marquee players. Your star players, Cam Newton, has been an MVP, has played at an MVP level prior to the injuries. And while we'll give players a chance to recover and get better, who would have ever thought that Coach Rivera would be gone because there were a lot of talk that maybe Cam Newton would find a, a different team to play for next year, your thoughts? Well, there's no certainty that Cam Newton will be in Carolina. Yes, if he stays on the roster, they owe him $22 million, Charlton. Yeah. If they move off from him, they take a $19 million salary cap hit. Yeah. So th those are the two tangibles. And money in the NFL really means oh, nothing, nothing to an owner because they're billionaires. Yeah. You know, the difference between 3 and $5 million is nothing <laughs> to an NFL owner. No. They have to decide which direction they want to take this organization in. When they go out and look for a new coach, Charlton, what type of coach are they going to look for? Yep. Are they going to look to bring a coach from the college ranks, or are they going to look to bring a coach from the NFL ranks? What type of office do they plan on running? Are they going to run an office that Kyle Allen had some success in in his first several starts with the organization before going on this losing streak? Are they going to go out and find a, a coordinator, Charlton, that can run the type of office that predicated to, to the, the specific skill set yep of Cam Newton, you know, a la what they did in San Francisco with Greg Roman. Yep. Prior to Greg Roman going to Baltimore, Charlton, when you have an athletic quarterback, do you play to his skill set or do you make him play to a status quo NFL offense? Well, it's a lot going on in the NFL and especially in Carolina. This is a team just a couple of weeks ago, they had a lot of promise about challenging for that NFC South, but I'm sure Coach Rivera will land on his feet. Ironically, he was just saying in a press conference, just the other day after they had lost, that he did not feel like his job was in jeopardy. But sometimes if you don't have that relationship with the owners, then your job is always in jeopardy. So we wish him nothing but the but, best. But when, yeah. you, when you look at Ron Rivera, though, Charlton, I mean, feeling that his job was not in jeopardy, and you're looking at the trend of NFL coaching trees now that people are going more for younger, yeah. people who can more identify – with the current players of today, you got to remember Ron Rivera was brought up in that Mike Dicta regime with the 85 Bears. He was a part of the greatest oh, yeah. defense that ever played in the NFL, Charlton, with 85 Bears. So he grew up under that mentality and that mindset. So he was a defensive coach first philosophy, you yeah. know, and will that fit with an, another NFL team? We know there's going to be several NFL openings that come up as this season ends. Yeah. Or would he be a better fit to move to the college ranks? Well, and think about that. There's been a lot of coaches over the years that have moved down to the college ranks and had a lot of success. When you start to look at chips, the chips that are falling now, we saw Peterson just resign in Washington. Yeah. Would Rivera be a candidate for a situation like that? There's going to be dozens of openings in college football. I don't know if he'll get a job in the NFL, but he has an opportunity if he wants to go back to the college ranks to make an impact there. Well, he definitely has the, the pedigree for coaching. And, I, I, you know, the Rooney Rule, who knows if that's even something that's tangible or if it's just something that's spoken. But I, I hope that they give other minority candidates at least an opportunity, a fair opportunity for a real interview, not to bring in somebody and say, hey, we, we had someone sit here who had a a paperback test that they passed. So congratulations to to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm telling you, that Monday night football game in Seattle, I know everybody has a saying that they have the best crowd, that no one does it better than them. And and when you think about home field advantage, most of the, the odds makers will say it's worth three points. So it really is worth a field goal. When I saw what Seattle did last night, and I was talking to you about the team this defense is not Legion of Boom, and you, you mentioned that their record when they were Legion of Boom were not as good as what they have now. They're 10-2 after knocking off the Vikings that fall to 8-4. To 
but they serve notice on the West Coast. And would you believe that the Seattle Seahawks now, they are actually pulling for their division rivals, the 49ers, to beat the New Orleans Saints on Sunday because that helps them climb to the top spot of the NFC. Right now, they're number two in the standings. Big C, your thoughts? Well, ironically, when you look at where the, the Seattle Seahawks have gone to this season, Charlton, playing against the Minnesota Vikings who have a stalwart defense, but they have a quarterback who does not have a winning record, Charlton, no. against teams above 500 on the road this year. Your cousin in Minnesota. <laughs> your cousin, you know, played as usual. You know, he is going to turn the ball over against a team that's above 500. Yeah. And, you know, he stayed pat last night on the road. In prime time, he has a he has zero wins in prime time, Charlton, yeah. against teams with above 500 records. He's 0-8. And so he was staying status quo. So when you think about a quarterback who is making the kind of money that he is, he that's a alleged franchise player, yeah. that you needed him as the Minnesota Vikings to get over the top when you were 12-4 and four with Case Keenum. Yeah. And, you know, I, I still haven't seen it yet, but, you know, he's a family member of yours, so it's hard for me to knock <laughs> But the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. you saw the difference in their game last night when Dalvin Cook went down. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, the offense in Minnesota runs through Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook went down with a shoulder injury last night, Charlton, yeah. and the Minnesota Vikings offense wasn't the same. It was put on your cousin's shoulder last <laughs> night, and it was too much <laughs> weight for him to bear. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how cousins can be, Big C. They come around for the holidays. But I, I want to bring up something that I saw last night. You know, some people, and people say, oh, it's the odds makers. Well, they, they, they were favored by three. They ended up winning by, I think, seven. But there was a time they were up 17. And then Seattle has a, you know, a fumble. Was it a fumble? Who knows? A catch and run. He, he catched the ball, took two steps. Bobbling at the same time, didn't really have possession. Was it a fumble? Well, the official said fumble. It gave the Vikings a chance to keep getting back in the game. And something that I'd never seen, but he's human, Russell Wilson had an interception that really wasn't his fault. He was batting the ball down, which is what everybody's told to do, and it became a pick six. And I don't think that should be called an interception, but they would never take that away, Big Z, your thoughts. Well, he passed it directly to the defensive player, Charlton, so you have to look at it as an interception. Russell Wilson had the opportunity to just take the ball, put both hands on it, yeah. and slam it into the ground, which he didn't do it. He tried to bat it away from himself, which, you know, either way it works. But the Vikings scored on that, Charlton. It, it was a great game defensively oh, yeah. when you look at both teams scoring on defense. But, you know, that that being a former defensive player, I, I, I really was excited about what was going on both sides of the football last night, yep. Charlton. The, the big plays that the defensive players were making the moves, the jostling back and forth. It was a chess match. Yeah. And both quarterbacks were on point as far as throwing the ball. You know, both of them got victimized with interceptions that, that led to points for the opposing team. Yeah. But, you know, the running games, as we talked about at the beginning of the game, with, with, with you know, Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson being big play players in active. the game. Chris Carson stayed healthy. Even though he went down, he came back. Yeah. And he was part of the decisive factor for the Seattle Seahawks with his ball control, make, making gaping runs against that vaunted Minnesota Viking defense. Yeah. We, we saw both secondaries be victimized with long coverages, Charlton, giving up long touchdowns. But nevertheless, you had two outstanding teams playing on Monday night. Yeah, I, I thought it was incredible. And that crowd, I know people talk about a dome stadium is so much more difficult to play in. But what I noticed last night is Cousins kept holding his hands over his ears I guess they have a microphone in his helmet so he can hear better. It's like trying to block out the noise when you're standing behind an airplane engine. It's almost impossible to do. I don't even know why players do that, Big C, but he, he was doing that because that crowd can't get on top of you up there in Seattle. So the Seattle Seahawks, could you imagine, would you agree or not, that they're pulling for the 49ers to beat the Saints? Not because it brings the 49ers closer. They'll get them at home. But the Saints still have that lead if it comes to, to neck and neck over the Seattle Seahawks. that make any sense, Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, as a team, Charlton, you pull for yourself. Whatever yeah. your opponents do on the road against another opponent, that's up to them. The Seattle Seahawks right, right now have control of the NFC West, which yeah. is what they want. They have home field advantage as far as the playoff goes. Yes. 
they lost that one game to to the New Orleans Saints. So do they pull for the Saints or not? It doesn't make a difference for them. They still have to play. And if you look at Seattle, they've been better off this year on the road road. than what they have been at home. So the noise environment, if they have to go to New Orleans or New Orleans comes to Seattle, is going to be equal. Both of these teams have vantage fans, Charlton, that are really knowledgeable about NFL football. So it's not going to make a difference. I think they would much rather prefer to play in the Dome in New Orleans where the, the playing conditions will be perfect yeah. versus playing at home in Seattle where you could have cold and sleep, Charlton. Well, that's and a, if you remember, yeah. they lost a home game to New Orleans in the playoffs years ago, and, and they don't want to have to face that again. Well, that's a very good point. The, the service can make a huge difference. We saw that with San Francisco and also Baltimore. So congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks to get another win up in the great Northwest. I want to get into Big C's top 10 NFL rankings. Just our own opinion. Everybody has their own flavor of Kool-Aid. We'll start with 10 to 1. Number 10, the Kansas City Chiefs, Big C. But something about Andy Reid is they, he's like, doesn't find a way to get to a Super Bowl. Last time I was there, he had Donovan McNabb. But he, now he has the same kind of quarterback. But they are number 10, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, you know, when, when you look at the, the Chiefs, they had a matchup against the Raiders, the divisional rival, this past weekend, Charlton. And the winner of that game controlled their destiny to the playoffs. Now they have a commanding two-game lead in the AFC West. What I was amazed about is the Chiefs' defense in that game. The offense was mediocre, yeah. but the Chiefs' defense really rose up in that game, Charlton. And if they can continue to play that way, they will rise in the rankings. Well, it, it looks like they rose up because they held the Raiders to nine points, but the, the Jets held that same Raiders to three. So I don't know if their defense is as good as it looked, but they'll take the win. Number nine, Minnesota Vikings. And there, there's so many reasons to believe that the Vikings are a better team than what we saw last night, even though I give Seattle the chance to win. If anyone could ask the question, you need a quarterback to drive your team for a win. You only got two to pick from. One's from Michigan State, the other's from Wisconsin. Would you take Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins? I think it proved out that Wilson's a nice choice. Minnesota Vikings, justifiably number nine. Big C, your thoughts? They are justifiably number nine in the league, Charlton. It's not the defense alone. They're an outstanding defensive team. It's going to depend a lot on the health of Dalvin Cook. How will he respond to treatment this week coming up? But they, they lost that game in Seattle last night, but that defense and that offense showed up. They just played a better team. Yeah, they were definitely not sleepers in Seattle. That crowd was too loud to go to sleep. Big C, number eight will go down south to the Houston Texans, part of the AFC South. And when you look at what Watson does as a quarterback, seeing these guys play, whether it's Watson or Jackson or Wilson, they all have the same, it's like you're watching the same person in a mirror. And to see what they did to the New England Patriots, that game was not as close as a score. They dominated from start to finish. And Watson, again, looks like a magician. Not as much as Russell Wilson, or, or my opinion anyway, but they're still number eight, Big C, in your thoughts? Well, they're number eight, Charlton, because they dominated the first half of the game against the New England Patriots. They sort of slumped in the second half. They got to put together four quarters, and that's what the Houston Texans have been lacking. I've always liked Deshaun Watson as a talent. He he has to find a way to put it together for four quarters if he wants to advance far in the playoff with the Houston Texans. Yes, they beat the New England Patriots, but the New England Patriots is a shell of a team right now. They need yeah. to find some receiver help. Yeah, not that being a 10-2 and two shell, Big C, but I understand they're not the same thing that we're used to seeing, Big C. At the same time, when you look at number seven, discount double-check Aaron Rodgers, when people ask that question, do you want Aaron to have the ball if you're down by four? You got to drive 80 yards with two minutes left. I think resoundingly the answer is coming no. I mean, if you have the lead, he's a lot better, in my opinion. Green Bay still justified being number seven, Big C, your thoughts? Well, Green Bay has been a Jekyll and Hyde team all year, Charlton. Aaron Rodgers, and you know, they talked about his relationship with LaFord, the new head coach. You know, I, I think things have worked out. It, it's about consistency, something that they haven't had the past three or four weeks. When Aaron Jones, the running back, is is a key part of the offense, the Green Bay Packers are solid. The defense can rise up when they want. 
you got to realize who they played this last weekend, the New York Giants. And they're trying to get the season over with. Daniel Jones had his first two games of the season after that. He became Daniel Jones. But the Green Bay Packers won this last game. They beat an opponent that they should beat. Another team that I think it snuck up on a lot of people, the Buffalo Bills, especially with their quarterback. They had a lot of issues last year with turnovers. They're coming in at number six. We, we saw the win in Dallas. To me, it still feels like Dallas lost that game more than won it, but no man can doubt how legit the defense is for the Buffalo Bills. Just a floppy big C, number six, your thoughts? When I think about the quarterbacks from the draft two years ago, there's two of them that are shining. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, Charlton. All yeah. the quarterbacks that were picked before those guys are in that doldrums. But if you think and look at what Josh Allen is doing, the game has slowed down for him as the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. He knows when to run and he knows when to throw. He's not forcing things to happen, Charlton. You get a lot of young quarterbacks and they try to force the issue. Yeah. Josh Allen is not doing that in Buffalo. Uh, when you think about Ed Oliver, that number one draft pick last year at defensive end out of the University of Houston, yep. he is as good as advertised. I know he doesn't get the, the notoriety as your friend out there in San Francisco, Bosa, yep. and, and Allen down in Jacksonville. But yep. when you look at Ed Oliver and his impact, on the defensive line, from the defensive perspective of the Bills, he is a force. And this Buffalo Bills team is growing up, Charlton, over the last two years. When you think about what they have done, they're going to be a force. And, and the New England Patriots can't sleep on them. No. Because they're only one game behind in, in that division. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're young. Young legs are a little bit easier running than older legs, Big C. And speaking of older legs, the New England Patriots, everybody's – are they really America's team or is it Dallas? I still say Dallas is America's team, but the Patriots are the NFL's team. There's a lot of things that happen that favor them from the tuck rule with the Raiders back in the day to the tripping rule with the Cowboys. Just my opinion. It did not save them in Texas. They're still a solid team, but they seem like they're declining. Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, it, it, everybody has this assumption that it's over with for the Patriots. They're ten and two. Yeah. I mean, if you look across the board in the NFL, ten and two is as good a record as they're <laughs> in, in the league. Yeah. Yes, they've had their struggles here and there, but that happens with every team when they're trying to figure themselves out and they have injuries. And, and the Patriots have had a lot of those this year. They've had a lot of players in and out of the lineup, and so they've struggled. They they've put in a new offensive lineman yeah. even in this last game. They have to get their receivers on the same page as their quarterback. And, yes, they lost this game to the Houston Texans. But if you look at what they did in the second half after they made adjustments against that Houston Texans offense, yeah. they held the quarterback, Deshaun Watson, in check in the second half. Charlton. So, yes, they may have been you know, taken advantage of in the first half, yeah. but they went in and had a talking to in the locker room at halftime. And they came out, and they were the New England Patriots. Yeah. They, the game, it said it wasn't as close as, as the score, but they came back. Yeah. It showed that this team of veterans, Charlton, doesn't have quit in them. Is that they fight until the final whistle? No, they keep fighting, and that's why they're always. I mean, twenty years you've been at least one of the top two teams in the league. Nothing wrong with that. Number four, the San Francisco 49ers. They've had a renaissance here on the West Coast, Northern California. And the 49ers are a very prideful organization, and they have so much to be hopeful for defensively. We, there's always that talk about, do you want your defense on the field or do you want your offense on the field to win the game? Well, the defense did not hold up and prevent the Baltimore Ravens from kicking that field goal. At the same time, their offense turned the ball over when they could have been in the same position that Baltimore was in if they felt they could trust Garoppolo running the ball, but he, he has about 44 yards rushing on 36 carries, so they don't they don't trust him running. But they're still, their defense could be on any team, and they're good enough to win the Super Bowl, Big C. My opinion, your thoughts? Well, well, this is a team that was a top team in the league just four weeks ago, Charlton, but in the last three weeks, they've lost two of, two of their three games. Yeah. This is an offense that's been figured out. The defense has given up more points than what's expected. But they're still 10-2 on the season, and they've dropped from the number one team in the league to the number four slot, which is really not bad. Yeah. They're still a playoff team, Charlton. They're going to have some opponents that they still ha have an opportunity to get better with on the season. Or we will find out whether they were contenders or pretenders 
in the next two weeks. Well, I thought they'd end up around 12 and four when the season began, or at worst, 11 and five, and they still have a tough road ahead. But we'll see what happens with the city full of gold. And speaking of New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints, who that say they're going to beat them Saints, Big C? Big C's number three pick. Your thoughts? Well, you know, they, they made a revenge game on Turkey Day of uh, uh, some Falcon. I think they put some in the oven, you know, for, for Thanksgiving. Talking. They, they went down to, to Atlanta and they handled yeah. business. Yeah. When, when you think about the New Orleans Saints, they, they treated – you know, Atlanta Falcon quarterback Matt Ryan <laughs> yeah. like a pinata, Charleston. They beat him up all day long. They sacked him nine <laughs> yeah. times. Would have been ten times if not for a penalty overturning one. But they knocked him down 13 times yeah. other than that. Yeah. That's what the New Orleans Saints are about, defense. Everybody thinks about Drew Brees and, and, and how good he is. Michael Thomas is most likely the best receiver in pro football. Yep. Alec, Alan Kamara is rounding back in the form. He had been dinged up a little bit. That Saints offensive line, if it holds up throughout the playoffs, Charlton, and if they can get their tight end involved in the offense as they go on, they're going to be a tough out throughout the playoffs, and they're the number one seed right now in the NFC. They are definitely very good. The top two, Big C, number two, the Seattle Seahawks. This team with that crowd, the it's amazing with an open roof stadium that they could generate that kind of noise. It's like they're sitting on top of the fans or sitting on top of the players. And Russell Wilson, even though he didn't have his best game, it's as if this guy is really is a Houdini, a magician, Big C. Do they warrant your number two rankings, your thoughts? Well, it's the metal roof up there in Seattle and the reflection of the noise that comes down within the stadium with the decibels, Charlton. But you think about Russell Wilson. This is a player in eight years in the NFL. He's never received one NFL MVP vote. Wow. Not one vote, Charlton, Crazy. as far as an NFL MVP, even though he's been to two Super Bowls and won one. Yeah. It's always somebody else, the, the mo next most sexy, popular guy who gets the votes. But when you look at what Russell Wilson has done in his, in his NFL career, Charlton, he has the winningest record in the first eight years of an NFL career. He has never had a losing season in eight years wow. in the NFL. And that doesn't get any credit when it comes to the media who votes as far as the MVP in the league. When you think about the ultimate team player, it's always been Russell Wilson, whether he was at North Carolina State, yep. whether he was at Wisconsin, whether he's been in Seattle. Everybody gravitates to him, Charlton. And they go by his lead. This is a guy who doesn't get too over the top. He understands where he is with his mantra with the organization. Yeah. He is a true leader. The Seattle Seahawks, their defense, I know you've talked about they're not the Legion of Boom. They are better than the Legion of Boom, Charlton. You know, it was just publicized by having a name. Yeah. And when a defense has a moniker, people want to gravitas to that. Yeah. This Seattle de defense plays by committee. They make plays all over the field, as you saw against your cousin and the Minnesota Vikings last <laughs> night. They went out and handled their job, Charlton, yeah. and kept that game in check and gave the offense opportunities to win. Yeah, that's true. Purple people eaters, the doomsday defense for the Cowboys, purple people eaters for the Vikings, the steel curtain for the Steelers, and there was the, the no names for the, for the Miami Dolphins and this, this Legion of Boom. Maybe it's Legion of Boom too, Big C, but the number one team, Big C's top ten, People talk about Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson left, Lamar Jackson right. Is he back to pass it? Is he going to run it? Is he going to run pass off? Can, can you tackle him one-on-one? -on -one? Probably not. The guy does not make mistakes. But a lot of your friends said he should have been the defensive back last year, so I don't know. But do they warrant the number one spot, Big C, your thoughts? Well, right now the Baltimore Ravens warrant the number one slot. Uh, you know, I love Lamar Jackson as much as the media wants to rave about him. All of that media hated him two years they ago, sure Charlton, when he was coming out of the University of Louisville, <laughs> yeah. saying that he was not warranted to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. He didn't have the tools to be an NFL quarterback. But as great as Lamar Jackson has been this year, and right now they're all hyping him for the MVP of the NFL above Russell Wilson, which Russell will most likely come in second because the media is very fickle. I love the Baltimore defense even more than what I, what I love Lamar Jackson. Because when plays need to be made, it's the defense. Yeah. I don't care how good your offense is. Even with the New England Patriots struggling, as everybody's talked about them,
struggling and, and they're not the Patriots of old, they're still a 10-2 and two team, Charlton, because they have the top-ranked defense in the NFL. Yeah. Baltimore has one of the top three-ranked defenses in the NFL. That always gives your offense opportunity to make plays, Charlton, because they keep them on the field and they keep your opponent off the field. Yep. And so when you look at what that Baltimore defense did to San Francisco, when they came into that game, they were the number one ranked team in the NFL. Yeah. Baltimore dropped them down to number four. Not because of offense. We, we know that Lamar Jackson had a mediocre day. He only passed for 105 yards in that game, Charlton. Yes, yeah. he rushed for 100-plus yards also in the game. But the defense held the San Francisco 49ers to a mere 17. So when you think about that, even with a Lamar Jackson turnover that the 49ers scored off of, yeah. it was the defense that came up big for the Ravens, just like they did against the 49ers years ago in the Super Bowl, Charlton. Yeah. That defense is something else. They say defense wins championships, and I think it does. We're going to come up with what's called the Big C timeout, also known as the Big C pause. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the NFL and a few other things going on in the sports universe. All right, we are back from the Big C timeout, also known as the Big C pause. You can follow Big C Sports Podcast, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the number one podcast network in the universe, iHeartRadio Podcast. You can follow Big C Sports on Apple Podcasts. You can follow Big C Sports on Google Podcasts. The apps that I really love are Google and Alexa. Just say Google or Alexa. Play Big C Sports Podcast. You will hear from our sponsors. You'll hear welcome to the show. I will introduce Big C as the mystic. He'll do his thing, and I really appreciate the growth of Big C Sports. Also, Big C Sports, you can follow us on Xfinity, Comcast Television, launching on Roku TV, Apple TV, Fire TV, and a lot of smart TVs all over the universe. And I do want to mention again for all of our listeners and brethren in the sports universe, Big C Sports, one of the top-rated podcasts on iHeartRadio, got the notice today, so I really appreciate the growth and people listening in from all over the universe. I want to finish up some talk on NFL because to me, it's the hottest game in town. It's like every week is another playoff week, Big C. However, if the NFL started playoffs today, there are teams that would be without having a quarterback that was drafted in the first round. Now think about it. That's so important coming into this. You would always think, let's draft them first. We'll get to the playoffs. Not necessarily so, Big C, your thoughts. Well, you know, everybody every year talking about the franchise quarterbacks that need you need to draft this guy and, and build your franchise around yep. him. I think last year in the draft when you looked at Kyler Murray be, being drafted Charlton number one overall, that the, the Arizona Cardinals were looking to build the franchise around him. The, the year before that, Charlton, when you had five quarterbacks taken in the first round and, and people talking about these are the guys that are the future of, of the NFL. Right. The year before that, there were three quarterbacks taken in the first round. And, and all these quarterbacks don't always pan out, Charlton. But if you're looking to move into the playoffs in the NFL, and we look at the play of quarterbacks today, as you stated, quarterbacks now, if the, if the playoffs were to start today, who would the franchise quarterbacks be? Yeah, it's amazing. And when you think of the names and you talked about the Houdini you know, everyone has a nickname. They call Cam Newton Superman, and, and they call the Ken, you know the late Kenny the Snake Snabler. I don't know why they call the man a snake. You, well, I'm sure when they're when they on the Raider Black Hole, maybe someone gave him the snake name. But there's always a name for somebody. Rocket Ismail from back in the day. But Russell Wilson should be called Houdini because he really is. He was a third rounder. Drew Brees, second round. Jimmy Garoppolo, second round. Kirk Cousins, fourth round pick. Dak Prescott, fourth round. Tom Brady, say it ain't so. Sixth round pick, and he has six championships. And then Devin Hodge is a free agent. Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, this lets you know that a stated NFL, Charlton, is about the mindset of an individual. Uh, uh, when you look at a first round draft pick, there's always a lot of pressure on that individual, oh, yeah. Charlton, to evolve. And when you look at the first round draft picks from two years ago, only two of those quarterbacks have evolved, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Yeah. Yes, both of those teams will be in the playoffs, Charlton, but three of those first-round draft picks will not be not will yeah. not be in the playoffs. Yeah. And all three of those quarterbacks, Charlton, were drafted ahead of Lamar Jackson, who right now is the hottest commodity in the playoffs. But when you think about Devin Hodges, this kid is a free agent out of Sanford, at the University of Pittsburgh. You know, he's a quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. 
no one even considered him to be good enough to be drafted <laughs> right. in the NFL. Right. But yet he's won his two starts with the Steelers. He goes out there, Charleston, and he plays with poise. Yeah. And the team believes in him. And that's what you need as a quarterback in the NFL. You talked about Tom Brady. Six NFL titles, Charleston. Amazing. Super Bowl championships <laughs> yeah. in nine attempts. Yeah. Being a six-round draft pick in the NFL. And every team in the NFL, Charlton, passed on him six times. You yep. think about that. Every NFL team passed on Tom Brady six <laughs> yep. times. And there were five quarterbacks taken ahead of him in that draft that didn't last more than a cup of coffee yep. in the NFL. Russell Wilson. Everybody said the guy is not big enough. Yep. But all he did was win at North Carolina State. He won at Wisconsin in the one year that he transferred. He got a World Rose Bowl title. Yeah. They drafted him in Seattle, even after they had signed Matt Flynn from the Green Bay Packers, gave him $15 million guaranteed. <laughs> Russell it. Wilson beat him out. He got cut. Yeah. You think about that. <laughs> and, and so as you look at these quarterbacks, your cousin in Minnesota, he was drafted behind RG3. Yep. RG3 is sitting on the bench behind Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Your cousin is playing in Minnesota with a guaranteed $84 million in his pocket. I'll take the money. Dak Prescott, yeah. as much as he deserves to have a franchise guaranteed contract with the Dallas Cowboys, yep. they're going to franchise tag him at the end of the season. They're not going to give him a long-term deal. They're going to give him a one-year deal like they gave your cousin in Seattle, I mean in Washington for a couple of years. Yeah. But as you look at these quarterbacks who were not taken in the first round, and everybody says, I got to draft a quarterback in right. the first round and build my franchise around it. No, you need to draft a mentality, whether it's in the first round or the sixth round. A guy who has moxie, yep. who understands what this game is all about and has the veracity to win, Charlton. Yeah, it's a lot like the guys who aren't fed with that silver spoon in the mouth. Then they spend more time trying to climb to the top. It's hard being on top. And when you think about Brady in his six championships and been in nine NFL, half his life has been in the Super Bowl. Half his NFL life has been in the Super Bowl. That's just amazing. I still want to credit Belichick with that, too. It's, it takes more than just one person, but they've had a great team over the years. I want to get into some thought on the world of college football because, to me, it's personal to me just because I love the game so much. I would love, number one, for players to get paid the legal way, not the paperback way, the way you guys did back in the day, Big C. But we know that's coming. But when you look at last week's, the college football rankings before the championship games, it's like we've been playing playoff games for the last couple of weeks with the Alabama-LSU game. We've had Oregon and then the, the Arizona State, how they fell off. You know, Georgia having some big wins. A win over Auburn. Auburn knocking off Alabama. Ohio State having you know a beatdown of Penn State and Wisconsin and Minnesota. Penn State. It just goes back and forth, back and forth. Oklahoma, Baylor. It's all fair and love and war. But I want to get your thoughts on the final rankings going into these championship weekends. And something can happen where one of these ranked teams will also get knocked off in their championship game. Big C. It's amazing. Notre Dame does not have a championship game. And they did that on in, intentionally. They didn't want to share that Notre Dame network. And they thought that it would get them into the championship game. If this team played in a conference, maybe the ACC, maybe they would have a chance to play their way into a college football playoff. Just my opinion. Ohio State, number one, I'll give that out. And I want to get your thoughts as to why. Well, Ohio State has just been a dominant team from start to finish. You think about the point differential that they have against their opponents this year, Charlton. They're almost 450-point point well, differential maybe. in wins and losses against their opponents. So when you think about offense and defense, Ohio State possesses all of that. LSU, you got to throw the football to beat LSU. You can you can run it too, but you really got to throw it because with the Burrow, the way they throw the ball, they score fast. They're not trying to run 15 plays or 10 plays. They want to score in seven or eight plays, and they've been able to do that half the time. Big C, your thoughts on the LSU being number two? Well, you know, LSU has always had a history of being one of the greatest defensive teams in the country, Charlton. And, and, this, and finally, this offense has caught up with this defense. Oh, yeah. They're the second leading scoring offense in the nation in, in the Power Five conferences, Charlton. So wow. when you think about the growth of LSU's offense, along with quarterback Joe Burrow, who is right now 
the front runner for the Heisman. And if they win that SEC championship game, Charlton, it's guaranteeing him the Heisman and a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I like the way he's playing. And then you look at Clemson, the team that has not lost since 2017, but they haven't been really tested. That's my opinion. And if you if you look at who they played non-league, their toughest non-league team was Texas A&M to start the season. Outside of that, they haven't been tested. And we know A&M is going to finish probably middle of the pack in the SEC. Your thoughts on Clemson, Big C? Well, you know, every week in college football is a test. And, yes, they've been taking the task a couple of weeks during the college football season, Charlton, but you can't knock Clemson for playing the schedule that they play because those are the teams that are up. Yeah. Anybody can lose anybody. I mean, when you, when you look at Alabama's loss to Auburn, yeah. you know, you can say, were they tested? No, they beat a, they were beaten by a freshman quarterback, just like Oregon was beaten by that same freshman quarterback. Yeah. Clemson has gone out and won 27 consecutive games. I, I, I don't know how anybody in the media can't say that they have not been tested. Because 27 times, 27 opponents, Charlton, they've beaten the hell out of all of them. <laughs> they have lost. And then, and then think about number four, Georgia Bulldogs. They've been the little brother to Alabama for the last couple of years, losing to them in the championship game when Tua came in and threw a nice touchdown pass late in the game. And But this is the same Georgia team that lost to South Carolina, but they'll, they'll get a shot in the SEC championship. If they get knocked off by LSU, all of that hard work, Will be for not mixing your thoughts. Well, you, you got to look at this Georgia program, Charlton. Three consecutive years they've been in the SEC championship game. So this is a team that's battle tested. They understand what's in front of them. Yeah. Their college football life, Charlton, is in front of them once again. Three years, two years in a row, they were knocked off by Alabama. Once by Tua knocking them off, then Jalen Hurts yeah. the following year coming in knocking them off, Charlton. Yep. So this is the year that they're going to be without facing Tua or Jalen Hurts. But they have Joe Burrow, so yeah. pick your poison. <laughs> pick your poison, the guy that may win the Heisman Trophy. Now, I told you it's a sad dog that won't wag his own tail. I'm going to wag the tail for the Utah. Their defense, legit. Offensively, I don't see them keeping up on the scoreboard with Clemson, LSU, Ohio State, or, or maybe not even Georgia, just my opinion. I, but they are number five, and if Georgia gets knocked off, or if somehow Clemson loses to Virginia, They'll get Clemson in anyway, but Utah's going to get in if somebody ahead of them loses, and we know at least one team is going to lose, but I still don't see that they are a top-four team in the country, even though I would love to whack the flag for the Pac-12. Your thoughts? Well, let's look at the college football, football playoffs. Ohio State's going to be in, even if they lose their conference championship. Yeah. LSU is going to be in, even if they lose their conference championship. Yeah. Clemson's going to be in. They can't lose their conference championship. They play <laughs> okay. in Virginia, okay? <laughs> Georgia, they have to beat LSU to be in. They've had a problem with teams that can pass the ball. Yeah. They're going to be without one of their top receivers who was suspended for the first half after being kicked out against their in-state rival, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Clemson has been a team that at times have been very low offensively. Jake Fromm hasn't figured things out. you got to realize, in, in two of the last four games that they've played, Charlton, He's been under 50% passing. He yeah. cannot do that against LSU in the SEC championship game because Joe Burrow completes about 79% oh, of his good. passes, Charlton. Yep, sure does. They will score a lot against that Georgia defense. Yeah, you gotta be, You just got to know you got to score 40 points to beat LSU. If not, it's probably not going to happen. So good luck, Utah, getting in. And, and if you get in, hello, Ohio State or LSU. Oklahoma coming in at number six. Oklahoma... Man, there was a time throughout the year I thought they were one of the top four teams in the country, and then they fell. They had a hitch in their giddy-up against Kansas State. They also have to come from behind to beat Baylor. It's hard to beat the same team twice in one season, especially if you fall behind again. Give me your feeling on Oklahoma. Have they lost something on defense? Your thoughts? Well, in three of their last four games, Charlton, uh, Oklahoma has struggled. They, they've been in dogfights. They haven't blown anybody out. No. And so th this is one of those games that – you know, in, in this Big 12 championship game, Charlton, this is a rematch against Baylor, a team that they were behind by 28 points in the yeah. first half. Yeah. The largest comeback in, in Big 12 history in a game, Charlton, yeah. with Jalen Hurts doing that. They cannot afford to be down against Baylor in this game. And I don't even know if they can beat Baylor. 
Baylor's going to come in with a chip on their shoulder, knowing that they let one get away yeah. against Oklahoma. And if they had won that game, Charlton, they would be ranked in the top four. Yeah. But they did not win that game. So they're going to come back with, with some, uh, as they say in the old analogy, piss and vinegar, <laughs> and, and they're going to come after Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. I, I've, also, I've heard that's been used to cure warts, too, from some of my southern friends, Dixie, but I don't know if, it was, if it's true or not. Madonna talked about how she uses that to the cure warts from what I hear back in the day. So when you think about Baylor, just talked about Oklahoma, man, it's one of those things where if you're Baylor, you came into the season, they were not considered Big 12 champion. Everyone looked at Texas, and they looked at Oklahoma. And then after that, they were looking at teams like TCU and then even, you know, Oklahoma State. So where does Baylor go? They're probably not going to get the benefit of the calls because it's about name now. And, and Baylor's not going to get into the Final Four, but Oklahoma could, Big C. I always think there's something shady going on with the officials down south. Your thoughts? Well, you know, Charlton, there'd have to be a lot of leapfrogging. I mean, anything can happen in a conference championship game. You, you got Utah playing Oregon. Yeah. Oregon's going to be a little stymied, Charlton, because they figured they should have been in. The two losses that they suffered against Auburn and against Arizona State, Charlton, think about it. Oregon's two losses came against true freshman quarterbacks. Yeah. Bo Nix at Auburn and the kid out there uh, in Arizona State. Yeah. Both of them had career days against that duck defense. Yeah. They had no tape on either one of them, Jonathan Daniels at Arizona State. Now they're coming against a senior at Utah. Utah needs to play against Oregon, Charlton, and they need to play lights out. Yeah. It needs to be convincing because that loss that they suffered at, at USC, Charlton, yeah. it, they can't just – you know, have a, 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 a escape out victory against Oregon. They need to beat Oregon by at least 14 points if they want to stay in the hunt. Well, you know, the media does not want, they don't need the state of Utah. They don't. They really don't want a man, but I know the Pac-12 will advocate for them. The Pac-12 actually wanted to get Oregon in there, just my opinion on the, how we, the way games are played, but we'll see what happens. And then Alabama, what do you do with Nick Saban? I know he's been making those Aflac commercials, Big C, and I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but he, does he need more money? No one ever needs less money. But what do you do with Alabama? They'll get a good bowl game, but obviously they're out of the talk of national championship. Your thoughts? Oh, Alabama's completely out of the national championship race, Charlton. They've had a solid season. You, you think about it, in a college football season that, you know, you're 10-2 and two and people are uncomfortable with you. Yeah. How many coaches out there – would love to have a 10-2 season. I know it's not status quo for Alabama, <laughs> yeah. but it's great in college football. And every now and then, you need a change of the guard. This is the first playoff that Alabama will be absent from. Yeah. And so we've become accustomed to Alabama being there, Charlton. It's just been a change of the guard, but a 10-2 season is nothing to frown at, even after all the injuries that they had. And you think about it. Alabama started seven true freshmen on yeah, defense. That's a lot. They started more de- more freshmen, Charlton, on offense and defense than any other top-ranked team in the country. Yeah. Yes, they are only ten and two, but next year this team will be eleven and one, if not twelve and twelve and zero. Yeah, and, and when you beat them at Texas, they didn't really lose to Auburn. They Auburn got the lucky, actually, a second added back onto the clock to kick a field goal. In a pick six that went 100 yards where the running back wasn't turned around. Just, I mean, you win the game and, and Auburn won the game, but I don't think they're the better team still, even though they beat Alabama. Wisconsin, number nine, they got a chance at redemption against Ohio State. There's no way those Big Ten officials will allow Ohio State not to get into the Final Four. There's too much money on the line if Wisconsin walks away with a win. Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, this is a game about ball control. I I don't know if Wisconsin has enough in in this game passing. Yes, a couple of pass touchdowns last week in their victory, but they can't do that against Ohio State. Jonathan Taylor, you know what you have when you're Ohio State in controlling him. You stop Jonathan Taylor, you you stop the Wisconsin offense. Yeah, you really do. And then Penn State in Happy Valley, it's it's okay to be happy when you're in the top ten, but they could have been happier. Had they gotten that win over Minnesota, they were coming from behind and just couldn't get it in at the end of the game across the goal line. And then, obviously, when they lost the game to Ohio State, they showed on field they still played Ohio State as close as anybody has played them this year. Not good enough for a Big Ten championship, 
but they I, I don't think they're outside of the top 10 they're they're very solid program would you agree with that big C your thoughts well you have to think about the job that coach Franklin has done at Penn State I know he's had, had a lot of naysayers in the media yeah but you got a team that's 10 and 2 Charlton that, that's nothing to frown about on the regular season. And you think about the two opponents that you lost to. Yeah. You lost to two opponents, Charlton, that have double-digit victories. One of them was a the top team in yeah. the country, yeah. Ohio State. The other team, Minnesota, who had its best record in, in decades at 10-2 and two also, Charlton. So well, when you think about what Penn State has done this year after a program that was in the abyss uh, a decade ago, yeah. They made gradual gains and they finished up in the top ten. Yeah, and, and when you when you think about that, the program had a lot of issues where everybody hated the administration and Coach Paterno and his and his clan. And but they they had to have a rebirth and they did it. So I really appreciate what Franklin's done. And when they lost those games, they lost to undefeated teams. Ohio State and Minnesota were both undefeated at the time of the loss of Penn State. So it's all fair and level war. I want to say you can follow Big C Sports 24 hours a day, seven days a week around the world on the number one podcast network in the universe, iHeartRadio Podcast. You can follow Big C Sports on Apple Podcasts. You can follow Big C Sports on Google Podcasts. You can follow Big C Sports on the apps that I really love called Google and Alexa. Just say Google or Alexa play Big C Sports Podcast. You'll hear from our sponsors. You'll hear from our Big C Sports saying, Big C, welcome to the show as a mystic. And also, I just want to say that it's so important because numbers don't lie. And just got a notice from iHeartRadio podcast, Big C Sports, one of the top podcasts in the universe. And they have over 250,000 of them. And we're one of the very top. So really appreciate that. And really appreciate you, Big C, with what you do. And that's why I call you the mystic. As we close out tonight's show... I just want to go down the schedule for NBA basketball. I know it really gets more exciting after Christmas, but Tuesday's schedule, Big C style, Detroit at Cleveland, Orlando at Washington. You have Dallas at New Orleans, and Dallas got over the hump against the L.A. Lakers, and anyone can beat anybody, but I know they're pushing Luka Doncic. He's a good player, but that's a good win by Dallas. They, they barely lost to the Lakers when they were in Dallas you know, a couple of moons ago. And to get over the Lakers in L.A., that's a big win, Big C, your thoughts. Well, Luka Doncic, you know, the quiet assassin in the NBA. He's not that highlight reel that everybody has come accustomed to no. in the NBA with the three-point shots and the big-time dunks, Charlton. But you have to look at his numbers at the end of the game where he's normally having a triple-double. Yeah, he's doing his thing in Miami Heat at Toronto Raptors. Get this, defending NBA champions, Toronto Raptors. I want to make sure I give them their credit. The... Houston Rockets at the San Antonio Spurs. There's some barbecue pits going on in Texas tonight, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, Houston, Houston has been barbecuing a few people, <laughs> mainly James Harden, Johnson. Yeah. He's averaging 39 points he's a game, amazing. and we haven't seen that since the days of Will Chamberlain. Yeah, he's, a, he's amazing, Big C. L.A. Lakers at the Denver Nuggets up at Mile High. They got to get a win. And then the Portland Trailblazers at the L.A. Clippers and Carmelo Anthony. Lala saying, "Quit making fun of my man," but he was struggling. He's just had a rebound. Mix your thoughts. Well, Charlton, he, he was a day away from retiring. He's found a rebirth in Portland. Yeah, he's found a rebirth in Portland. I just want to close out on Big C's NHL New York Islanders at Montreal, Carolina at Boston, Minnesota at Florida, Arizona at Columbus. Las Vegas at New Jersey. You can gamble in both states, Big C, in Nevada and also in Jersey. Toronto at Philadelphia. Tampa Bay at Nashville. Dallas at Winnipeg. Ottawa at Vancouver. Washington at San Jose. Big C, what's the best gaming state? Would it be Las Vegas or would it be Jersey, Big C, your thoughts? Well, you, you got to love Las Vegas, Charlton, <laughs> with all the amenities that they have, the casinos, yeah. the bright yeah. lights, the showgirls. I mean, I've done some things in Vegas. I'm still embarrassed. <laughs> no worries with that. Tonight's top 10 basketball, Big C style. You have number one, Duke, followed by number two, Louisville. Number three, Michigan State. Number four, Kansas. Big C, how do they get people to go to Kansas? What was your thought on that again, Big C, your thoughts? Well, it's, it's called follow the yellow big road. I, to, I don't know what that is, whether it's gold or some other substance. So. It might be gold, Big C. Number five, Maryland. Number six, North Carolina. Number 10, uh, Virginia, last year's national champion. Number 8, Gonzaga. Number 9, Kentucky. 
followed by number 10, the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm going to throw in Oregon at 11 just to get the back 12 in there because I love wagging our own tail from the West Coast. Big C, a lot going on in sports. We talked a lot about the NFL and some quarterbacks that were not first-round picks that are definitely playoff contenders. Also got Big C's thoughts on Big C's top 10 NFL teams. And then closing out with some talk on some college football. Who will finish number one? We know that they're going to have to play for it. Big C, back in the day, there was a man by the name of Drew Boudini Brown. He was known as Muhammad Ali's right-hand man. And he would always tell Ali, with all you got to use, how can you lose? Rumble, young man, rumble. Big C, what are you looking forward to in the sports universe? Well, Charlton, the, the, the people in Ann Arbor, Michigan have had an intriguing week. This has been a great week to be a a Michigan alumni or a fan, Charlton. You yep. think about the football team. They played against the number one ranked Ohio State Buckeyes on the turf up at the big house. Tonight, the Michigan basketball team, who started out the season unranked, Charlton, has moved into the top ten. They're facing the number one team in basketball, the Louisville Cardinals. So when you think about your team having an opportunity to play yep. against top ten foes, Charlton, yep. the University of Michigan has done it this week. Well, they want to be number one. You want to be number one. You can join Big C, number one in podcast on the iHeartRadio Network every Monday through Friday at 5 and 6 p.m. Worldwide, you can follow Big C Sports on the Big C Sports Network on the number one network in the United States of America. And Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to Big C and them good old boys down south. And I want to tell you, that's never, ever an excuse for domestic violence. If you know any man or woman going through that garbage, please pick up the phone and call 911 because no man or woman should ever have to go through that garbage on their own. And as we always tell you, on every Big C Sports Show, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we hope that you have a super fantastic day. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.